You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Ner Hanukkah, Mitzvah Lanicha Betepach HaSmucha LePesach. Of course, we talked about this last night in our halacha class as well. Um, so it's got to be close to the Pesach. Um, now that would mean, of course, uh, whether it means uh, inside or outside, right? Clearly, it seems to be outside. Again, Rabbi here, once again, talking about the minug of when they lit outside. We saw before, Rabbi was also, well, we were thinking maybe he was, he was, you know, and we were wondering, well, was the minig in that time to light inside or outside? It, it seems like it's about outside. Um, and as Rashi says, So it's either, again, it's either in your chutz or not on your table. It's in your, it's either in the Rishos HaRabim or the chutz are right before the Rishos HaRabim. And where is it? Betefach hasamach lepesach. Shem yarchikenu lehalon mena pesach. Eino nikar shabalabayas anichusham. It's got to be close to your control. Sort of what we saw in the Ritva in terms of why you should, it should be lower than ten tvachim. It's got to be connected to you. It's got to be connected that you're the one who put it there. A tefach. Normally a tefach is considered... Um, you know, uh, like we talk about uh, less than three tvachim is lovud, right? But here, it's got to be really accurate. It has to be in that tefach that's right by the Pesach. You can't use some halachic shtick and say, well, it's lovud. No. Lamaisa, when I see it, I don't know that that's really connected to you. So the, you have to put a tefach asmucha le Pesach. Okay, I know it's a tefach, but where exactly? So, that would be miyamin of what? <laughs> Rashi already says, uh, coming is it coming from it coming from the outside or going outside? So Rashi says it's coming from the outside. So in other words, when you are coming outside, when you are coming from the outside, it should be to your right. And how did Rashi know that? From the next part of the Gemara, Rav Acha Bereder Rav Amar Miyamin, Rav Shmuel Midifti Amar Mismo. Okay, and the next part, Vehilchasam Mismo, Kadeshtei Nerach Anachem Mismo Mezuzah Miyamin. So the fact that we explain the the reason that it should be at the left, to be opposite of the Menorah, I'm sorry, the Mezuzah. So that shows you that it's when you're going into the house. Because when you're going into the house, the mezuzah is on your right. So the mezuzah is on your right, then our Hanukkah is on your left. And that's a better way for this to happen. Um, and how do you know the mezuzah is Biyamin? Rashi, again, quoting uh, Gemara and Yuma and, uh, and right? Kaimalon which means in other words the Beisecha is extra there um, and why does it say Beisecha? so we make a drash it means the way you come into your house now when you come into your house why is it on your right? because most people lead with their right 
Most people are right-handed or sort of right-footed in a way. The average person leads with his right when he's walking. And therefore, it'll be your right part of your body will be in the house quicker than the left part. That's where the mezuzah is. And the menorah goes on, the Chanukiah goes on the opposite side. And it's, it's not dependent on the person. If someone's left-handed, it doesn't change, correct? Right, right, right. It would be most people. And most people, because uh, that's when the Torah writes, the Torah writes, right, it doesn't, it wasn't, you know, it's it's only a trash. And it's a way to get there, I guess. You know, you could say it was, there was a tradition to put the mezuzah up on the right, but, and we just made the drash afterwards. But it could be it represents most people. I don't know about the way left, I guess, you know, I, I know there's probably people that are left-handed, but are left are, are not left-footed. In other words, like, like, like when I kick a football or kick a soccer ball, I'm going to kick with my right. Do lefties kick with their left foot? Maybe. I'll ask David. He he's uh he's a lefty. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can ask him. I'm sure he played soccer when he was a kid. Um, and uh, you can ask him if he kicked it with his left or right. But I think the way you kick is also the way you lead, right? When you walk, um, could you tell a person's gait? I don't know. Anyway, the point is now. So here's the Kivalevich type question on this. So what's the opinion of the first opinion? Like, well, where's, where's the first opinion coming from? In other words, why would it be, um, why would the, um, why would the um, Hanukkah be on your right? Why is that a better way? What would you say, Sheila? Why would you say that would be the, I mean, that's the first opinion that meant, it's mentioned. We passed like the yeah, second I would, one. Right, I would think it may be a similar idea that it should lead with your right hand, so it should be something you maybe notice more, or oh. it should Okay. It, uh, I didn't catch. I didn't catch the second uh, thing you Maybe said. Be next to the mezuzah instead of opposite it. Okay. So now we have some. You have two good possibilities. The first possibility is is that, look, um, you know, the right is. Uh, well, let's remember the Gemara says, you know, when you when you go into the Beis Hamikdash, you're supposed to go towards the right. You know, if you if you are in the Azara, you even the coin when he puts when he does Rika Saddam on the Mizbeach. Um there are whether well, there are sources from Psukim about Derach Yamin, that the Yamin is always the more essential way. Um I'm not sure why. Again, uh does it have to do with the fact that most people are right handed? But there's an idea of going towards the right. Um and uh the mezuzah, the Hanukkah should also be on the right. right? Um, the second thing you wanted to say is that let's pack the court. Let's put the mezuzah with with the Hanukkah. Maybe that's a better look. You're still close to the house. Why not put your two things together? What's the idea of having uh, the Hanukkah mismol mezuzah miyamin? So I, I think this leads to some sort of, again, you know, today we, we darshaned a lot today because I was darshaning about Yosef. What's the drosha here of, of you know, what's the what's the idea behind this machlekas um, of where the Ner Hanukkah should be? I, I mean, 
the easiest way to explain all of this would have been put it in the tefach. I don't care. Left, right, whatever you want. It's close to you. I know it's yours. Why the insistence of of on that side or not on that side? So that tells me there's a an idea behind it. In other words, the, the central idea is it needs to be connected to the person who has, is placing it. But it seems like that has now been uh, developed into a philosophical or some sort of idea of, like, like, like let's, you're surrounded by mitzvahs. I'm sure you've heard that before, right? That you should be surrounded by mitzvahs. I'm not sure if that's here in the Rishonim or not. So if we you, we look at the Ritvo, what does the Ritvo add here? Kadeshate Mizuzibiamin, Bener Khanaka Mismo, Pirsh Ubalabayas Nichnas Bentayim Bitalis Mitsuyetes, it should be now Mitsuyenes. It should be Talis Mitsuyetes. So the Ritvo has sort of added this idea of the person himself, which means Everybody's together. In other words, it's like a big combo, right? Um, you know, do you remember that song from the seventies? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am. Remember that? Um, stuck in the middle with you. Do you remember that song? Anyway, um, you don't have to. But the point is, is that left, right? I'm in the middle. I got mezuzah to the right of me, menorah to the left, and I'm in the middle with my tzitzis. So it's sort of like a, a trifecta. So it's sort of like you've got you've got your right and your left, and you're wearing the tzitzis. So uh, the Gemara doesn't mention that, uh, but now you have like this total picture. You have the mezuzah, I guess, representing the min, which is your house that's always that way. And this is like what your house is about, the ideals that your house is built on or the ideas inside that mezuzah. Not just kissing the mezuzah, but you're knowing what it is. You yourself have the tzitzis on, and to your left is the Ner Hanukkah, which we still don't know exactly what it's meant to, uh, to, to, to indicate, but somehow it's about the left. Um, it's, 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 right? Again, if it's, if it's the total package, I know what, what, what mezuzah is about. Oh, I know what, right? Now, what is, what is near Hanukkah about? Somehow, is it just that I, at least during Hanukkah, at least one time a year, I'm, I'm a mitzvah, I'm a mitzvah sandwich? Is that what it is? Right? In other words, once I have the near Hanukkah here, now, oh, look at me, look, look at this moment. Snap the, the picture right here. We got the Hanukkah and the, and the mezuzah, and here's my tzitzis. And that moment is sort of special. But, Again, why is it right or left? I don't know. Again, why is the you know is it hefty? Uh, why is it specifically small and not something else? I'm not sure, but at least you get that the ritva has given us some sort of little uh, angle on this. Um, I, has it anything to do with you know when we say the Krishna uh, Lamita and we quote the Pesukim about Nachoel being on your right and things like like is it is it representative of that yeah, yeah i think you're 100 percent correct that is a way to go on this what is what does left usually mean what is when we say yeah, that oriel who's on your left i forget <laughs> um right. Michoel, right yeah it... and and who's on your left um i know refoils in your back and 
with Oreo and I, I forget, I have to get, I'll get a sitter. <laughs> but um, I thought I, the different co-hosts we have. And yeah, well, well clear, clearly, you know, Michoel and Gavriel, you know, Gavriel is Gvura. Yeah, he, he went to destroy Zidom, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, so that's the left, that's, so in a way, it sounds like Yemin is Yemin Hashem, is like his Galus. Somehow, the, the words that are in the mezuzah represent God's, you know, ultra presence that was aware um, that, uh, that God is around. And the small seems to be, although, you know, you have an idea of Gvura, but it also indicates more of what we call Din, which is where you don't see God's overriding presence. Um, it's, it's a kochas of small. It's always the left is considered, you know, uh, you know, it's considered sinister. It's considered where the powers of Tuma have a chance to rise. Because in a world of Din, it's like, hmm, did you follow? You didn't go into your Eitzahara. No, I didn't. E- even the word Samael, which of course is a term for the... the, 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 the so is, is connected to Samael, right? Samael is... is, 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 right. is And you know, based on what we were saying before, the Ner Hanukkah is... Put it in the small. In other words, Ner Hanukkah... Uh, it, it's, it's like a counterbalance to it. It, it. it fights it. It fights it, but it needs to be there. Because... Yeah. Because it's sort of like in the place, it sort of, it arose in small. In other words, it arose in a period where, oh boy, there was a lot of small there, right? I mean, you didn't see the obvious miracles. Uh, they had a base amikdash, but they were just hobbling along. And as I mentioned before, the misyavnim. Um, so that that's a lot of small, right? And And even, you know, although there was that miracle aspect of it that, that can't be denied, um, it exists very much in a world of din, a world of tzimtzum, a world of logic, a world of rules, a world that isn't, you know, about Shema Yisrael, Shema Okein, Hashem Achad, where God, there's nothing else except God in the world. I mean, that's your right. Then uh-huh. le- and then in terms of your left, you have, and maybe that's why you need the Nerachanika there. You need the Nerachanika specifically in, at small. That could be the idea. Now, again, the, then you have the human who sort of, as we see from the Ritva, you know, you're wearing your tzitzis, which is, you know, you're, 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 you're in that balance between right and left. You know, again, we, 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 we like to summon up in our mind that we live in Yemin. You know, that's the, the better part of ourselves. And that's the part that we, that we want to live in. But, you know, we place the Nerach Hanukkah there. And again, this, this might be a discussion about what, you know, where the Nerach Hanukkah needs to be. Is the Nerach Hanukkah part of that miraculous part of our lives? Is it part of that? Does it really herald back to, you know, the miracles just like Yitzhak Mitzrayim that are, that, you know, that, that led to those declarations of Amuna and Shema, uh, where, you know, when you say Shema Yisrael, you, you say, you know, there's nothing else except God, Edom Novado. Or is it really connected more to the left? Is it more connected to a world where we don't see God as, as frequently? A lot of it is belief and not necessarily knowing. Um, it a lot of it is 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 the powers that 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 rise up and maybe that's part of this debate about how to see it. In fact, one could say, you know, again, is is the is the is the Hanukkiah, which is a sign of the miracle, part of you know the, the the same miracles that were part of our life in leaving Mitzrayim and part of our life in in the desert, uh, or is this a different type of miracle? You know, it's a miracle 
it's a miracle that somehow uh, is, is is more connected to small than it is for Yamin. And maybe you're right, Shiwa, it fights the powers of small, but maybe in a way that the other miracles can't. Uh, and it's easy for someone to say, look, that was a long time ago. We're not, uh, we don't have the Esther Makos anymore. We don't have Matan Torah anymore. Okay. Well, what do you have? Hashgacha um, Pratis? Okay. You say Hashgacha Pratis. I say it's the fickle finger of fate. You know, I say, you know, Hashgacha Pratis. Okay. Yeah. This guy, this guy's getting along okay, but this other guy is suffering and this guy is this. Okay. For every Hashgacha story you tell me, I'll show you the guy, the sad sack who, who, you know, who lost his house and had cancer and lost his children and et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. So maybe uh, you have a miracle like this, which is more a miracle for small than it is for your men. Anyway, but I think there's definitely something going on here. You can't just uh, read it and say, okay, right, left, eh, put it on the left. It sounds like there's something more to it than that. Okay. Let's do one last thing here. Amrav Yudama Ravasi. Osr Lahartsos Moos Keneged Ner Hanukkah. Okay. We've talked about, remember the Psak of Rav, and his name is here in parentheses. He's the one who says you can't be Mishtamish with the Ner Hanukkah. That sounds to be um, the right way to go if you hold like Rav. I mean, uh, in other words, if I'm uh, if I'm changing money, lahartzos, right, or I'm counting money, uh, I'm figuring out how much money I need, and I'm looking. Oh, is this the ten cent coin or the or the nickel? What do I got here? And the and the light of the menorah will allow me to differentiate. So I'm using it. I'm using it not for near Hanukkah. I'm using it. Uh, so I can spend money properly and, and give the money where it needs to go. That's very much a hishtamshus. Uh, so it's interesting. Kiamrita kamei when Rav Yehuda said it to his other Rebbe, to Shmuel, Amarli, Shmuel said to Rav Yehuda, ner Does ner have holiness? I didn't know the ner Hanukkah has holiness. Now, of course, we we know what Rav says, but Shmuel seems to be in alignment with those other Amaroyim that says you are allowed to be Mishnamish with Nir Hanukkah. So that's a Machlokas Rav and Shmuel now. Maskafla Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef then asked a question on Shmuel's question. He said, Shmuel, if you're going to say that there's no holiness to the nair. It's not really a holy object. And since it's not holy, you can use it for what you need. I mean, I'll ask you another question. I will take your words and use them in a different context. Does blood have kedusha? Meaning, uh, uh, you're, you're shechting an animal. And clearly, you need to you draw the blood out of the animal. That's what you do by shechting. Does anybody think that although you fulfilled a mitzvah, that there's any kedusha in the blood that comes out of the animal's neck? And still, what do we find? The Tanya, we have a price as v'shafach v'kisa, the mashe shafach yechaseh. 
In other words, we take a look at that pusik inside. Let's take a look here. We have the the the, the, the psukim. Let's just take a look quickly. And we look at the psukim here um, in our Torah or. I thought I had it here on the side. And hmm. anyway, um, I thought it was here on the side. I don't see it right now. But Vishafach, uh, right? Vishafach is Dhamma, What do I learn from the Vav? I learned from that Vav that I'm supposed to do Kisa Yadam with the same hand, the same way I spill the blood. The same way I spill the blood using my hand with a knife means I do Kisi Adam with my hands. I get down with my hands and I cover the blood with earth. Even though the blood is fallen down, the older you get, the harder it is to bend down. So maybe I just kick the, I'll kick some dirt on it. No. Shaloya mitzvah's bezuyos alav. There's no kedush in that blood. But you know the way you, kicking it is sort of like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to kick it. Hachinami shaloya mitzvah's bezuyos alav. The point is, is that this is a mitzvah. And when you treat a mitzvah in, in such a way, you might think, well, what did I do wrong? I was just counting some money out. Uh, maybe you're going to give it as Hanukkah guilt. No. That is treating the mitzvah as if it's not significant. The mitzvah is bazui to you. So it doesn't have to have Kedusha. Not, not Chazal can still tell you that um, treat this thing special. No, there's no holiness here. There's no. It's not a mitzvah from the Torah. It's not like the sukkah that you could say the the the, the wood of the sukkah has kedusha. I'd say a sukkah have kedusha, and maybe that has to do with what I mentioned yesterday, Shiva. That mitzvahs the rabbanon don't change a reality. They don't change a reality. They make you um, submit. They make you submit, but but that's a command that we have to follow because the rabbis. Expect us to follow that. God wants us to follow the rabbis. So therefore, this action is an action where you need to realize you are doing a mitzvah when you do it. And by by counting money there, you are downgrading the significance of your mitzvah. And that's why Osir Vishnamish. Interesting that Shmuel, who it's not like just some piker, Shmuel was okay with that. Shmuel said, look, you did your mitzvah. That's fine. So would learning Torah by them, in theory, be more of a, a possible uh, use of it? Or we don't use it at all. I know the halachas, we don't use it at all. But the question is, how about Why can't you, Torah? Yeah, why is that not considered, especially if you say that, you know, mitzvah slavo henos nitno, but is that still considered a use? So you're right, Sheila, this brings uh, a more practical question. What does exactly it mean not to use the Ner Hanukkah, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about having the Shamas, but Still, what? Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.